Morant going right at Conley. Jared, a three for the lead. It's in with 5.7. Jared Jackson Jr. triples the Grizzlies into the lead. Hey, 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 happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Welcome to Hoops and Cards. I'm Gary. It's great to be back with you. We're actually recording this episode in several different chunks. Today is one day after Thanksgiving, so I think that makes it November 25. I can't believe it. And we've got a full slate of NBA games. Maybe you're taking advantage of some of the Black Friday deals out there in the card market. I, I don't know about you, but my my inbox, my email and every social media feed is like, hey, Black Friday deals, Black Friday deals, Black Friday deals. And I'm like, this is uh, great. I'm, I mean, but I've already found the deals that I want, and I'm kind of tired of everybody shouting at me. So I'm going to try not to shout today at you. Uh, in fact, I don't have anything that I'm going to try to like sell you or pitch you on or whatever. Uh, that's that's really not why we exist. I'm here to add value to you, uh, to add into entertainment, some fun, some encouragement, some ideas some uh, tips, things I'm learning in the basketball card hobby world, collector investor world, whatever whatever part of the world that you are in. Uh, maybe you're paying attention more to the World Cup, and this is just the thing that you're listening to to pass the time between now and when uh, England defeats the United States here in a few hours. I don't know, like uh, I'm just bracing myself for a big, uh, a big, <laughs> a big loss for the United States. But uh, I did get to go to a, a, a victory for the Cleveland Cavaliers the other night. I got to uh, to go see the Cavs and the Portland Trailblazers. That was that was definitely fun uh, two nights ago, and uh, I was all pumped up to see a young player that I have followed and bought a few cards of, Anthony Simons. And uh, let's just say he had he had I think twenty points and he did well, but it was not his best showing. He didn't shoot real well. Uh, a lot of times. Younger players or newer starters don't do as well on the road when they're playing in way different time zones. So uh, Portland Portland got uh, not destroyed, but they got embarrassed by the Cleveland Cavaliers. Donovan Mitchell was on fire. That was my first time seeing him live and in person as a Cavalier, which was so much fun. can't believe we have that guy. Uh, in fact, thank you again to the guys at Pack to the Future. Uh, Chad and Tim for coming on our episode earlier this week. Guys, I, I don't know if you... You know, there's a lot of good podcasts out there to listen to about sports cards and just entertainment when it comes to this whole world. And I learn a lot from hearing other people's stories. Pack to the future. You guys are top notch. And they announced that they're back, baby. They are back doing uh, their podcast on sports cards. And uh, I listened to the first like return episode yesterday morning. And it was uh, it, it was like hanging out with some old friends. It was it, just listening was a lot of fun. So. Highly recommend uh, Pack to the Future, Chad and Tim. And if you didn't listen to our collab episode a few days ago, go back and listen to that, please. Uh, actually, you're welcome. <laughs> that would be uh, me doing you a favor saying, go back and listen to that one, because that was, that was epic. That was great. And a lot of good conversation about how you invest in a player that you enjoy, and then what happens if he gets traded or something you know negative happens to whatever his legacy was, uh, they didn't make the you know finals that, and they kind of broke up the Utah Jazz and then rebuilt them like five minutes later. But but Donovan Mitchell, we talked a bit about the fallout from that trade and just uh, anyhow, take a listen to that episode. 
And then today's episode got to do another collab with my good friend Paul from NoOffSeason.com. We worked together on a variety of episodes here on Hoops and Cards and then also on the Sports Card Strategy Show. Guys, that was another, just another spoonful of ear candy. Uh, Talking with Paul on uh, an episode two days ago with him, going through their top 100 basketball card investments uh, at least the top 70 or whatever he's got up there. And some of those names he is spot on, and some of those we debate or we kind of push back and forth on. I, as you know, hoops and cards, guys, we focus on basketball. I mean, I will talk. In fact, we asked Paul in this in this episode today where he comes on as a featured guest. I said, uh, Paul, you know, we are in this, we're in this November, and December is going to feel a little bit like this too, where basketball is exciting but more people are watching World Cup soccer, college football in the U.S., NFL. Uh, you know, yesterday it was Thanksgiving here and lots of football games on TV. I just focused on defeating my family in play nine and defeating that turkey. I, uh, I always get the duty of cutting up the turkey. So that was, that was fun. Um, it's just fun to, like, chop up some meat. You know what I'm saying? It was it was uh, good good for me, and I get to taste taste test everything. So, hope you had a good Thanksgiving, great time uh, to remember things that you're grateful for. And uh, I thought about you guys a lot, honestly. I said I'm thankful for the BasketballForever.com network. I'm thankful for all of our. Uh, we don't have an official partnership thing, but like with uh, affiliates that we have, I mentioned NoOffSeason.com. I'll always mention Market Movers and Sports Card Investor. Uh, card ladder, like there's so many great resources and friends I've been able to make in this world of sports cards. So thank you, thank you, thank you. But uh, you know, number one on my list, and I, I keep reading as you guys send me messages, uh, reading those to my wife or to my kids, and like, look, hey, here's here's Nick listening from Portland. Here's here's Pete listening from Texas. Here's a new listener that I just met from. Uh, Dayton, Ohio. How how cool is it that uh, this is something that maybe you you feel alone out there wherever you're at listening and collecting, and maybe you don't have a good sports card show or shop uh, close by you or on a regular basis where you can meet other people. But what I love is that through podcasts, through social media, through things like our Discord, guys, if you're not connected yet with somebody in the hobby where you can talk ideas and ask questions and pick their brains, message me. That'll be the thing for today's episode. Jump into our community at the Discord. There's no cost to that part of it. Uh, and it's a great way to get connected and help each other out. There, there are a bunch of, this is what I love, guys. Our Discord community, there's some experts in there. They know more than me about a lot of things. So um, message Gary at hoopsandcards.com. That's my email. Or just direct message on Instagram at hoopsandcards and say, uh, hey, man, get me in the Discord. Got to say it like that. Hey, man, comma. Get me in the Discord, and I'll send you a link. You don't have to be that specific. Just I'll send you a link. You can jump in and start chatting. Now, we're getting so many people in it now that we're going to have to probably institute some rules, you know, some uh, guidelines for community. Nobody's broken any any weird rules. I'm just saying I, I want to protect it to make it a place where, uh, again, it's always encouraging, and we share great ideas and resources, and we're not trying to, you know, sell our random products and sell toothpaste and t-shirts and whatever. My point is, uh, <laughs> well, I don't even know what I, what my point was. Shoot. Oh yeah. 
just I'm thankful for you. I'm so thankful for you as listeners, as friends uh, in this hobby. I'm thankful for the, the hard work that a lot of you are putting in on this and the way you share your ideas and your observations. I'm thankful for Chris Fitzgerald, who produced the uh, who wrote and produced. I believe it's his his wife that produced and did a lot of this with uh, Behind the Card, the new movie that actually I was able to interview him and talk about the, the explosion in the sports card hobby and market and economy over the last three years. And uh, we downloaded the movie on Apple TV the other night and watched most of it. I love it. I love it. It's, it's like second or third time I've seen it now. I love the movie. And uh, grateful for how that, that that's kind of like a basketball 101 required viewing kind of thing. It's so good. So good. So thanks, Chris. I'm thankful for the NBA. So thankful for all the players uh, because they just they make life interesting. Uh, you know, there's there's the highs and the lows. There's the the players that I just admire their 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 performance, the things they can do on the court. They take uh, just our excitement as fans to the next level. Thank you, Ja, for doing that, Ja Morant. Uh, thank you to all the young players in the league who are working hard to improve their games and get better at basketball. And you're not just, you know, plugging your brand and saying it's all about you. It's refreshing to see. I was telling my son this on the way to the Portland uh, Cavaliers game is that one of the reasons I like guys like Darius Garland is because at least from what we see publicly and even behind the scenes here in Northeast Ohio, he's he's humble. He's friendly. He's super hardworking. He's confident like there's no. No uh, weakness or apology here. He's very confident as a player and uh, coming into his own as a prolific scorer. Uh, but I love seeing a, a guy. I love seeing players that uh, I'm like, that guy's that guy's that guy gets it. He's working hard to be one of the best. He's not trying to uh, rub it in or celebrate every layup like he just won the stinking NBA Finals for the fourth time. Like no. Just play the game, do it the way it should be, and do it well, and enjoy it. Uh, that's another quality, joy. I love seeing joy when a player, you know, Luca, man, my man can be a bit of a trash talker sometimes, but I always see him playing with joy and a smile on his face. It's like some of these guys understand they get to play a game for their, their living. They get to, you know, some of us listeners here, you guys are working hard 50, 60, 70 hours a week at whatever it is you do, and Maybe you love it, maybe you don't, but you're still doing it, and uh, it, it provides for your family, or you realize it's not to be taken for granted. Uh, these guys that are playing a game, and you can tell they love it, you can tell they enjoy it, that's what's refreshing about Bones Highland. We talked about him just for a moment uh, on that Sports Card Strategy show. So so thankful for the NBA, and grateful, even even for the controversy, I think in a funny way, you know, I, I like to... Uh, express my frustration with why are we talking about Ben Simmons every stinking day? Something on social media. Ben Simmons made a layup. Ben Simmons missed a free throw. Fans get to eat tacos. Ben Simmons didn't think the Sixers fans boo loud enough. Like I, I gotta. I'm so tired of hearing about Ben Simmons, and yet I have to admit it's just part. It's just part of the whole show. You know, it's part of the entertainment value. The Kyrie Irving. You know, the con stuffing. Stuffing. Ooh. I had some really good stuffing for Thanksgiving. Stuff in the news, not stuffing. Stuff in the news, it, it, even if it's bad news, it's just part of the show. It's part of the reality show. Life in the NBA. 
Uh, some of it's very tragic. Miles Bridges, you know, some of it's, it's dang, I wish that would never happen. Uh, and we grieve, we, we reflect, like we got Kobe Bryant tributes, and, and I'm like, there's been some heartbreak in, in the NBA over the years. All that to say, thank you, thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for listening. Uh, I want to take a break and get now to the meat, the, the main course of this episode, which is my conversation with Paul and uh, nooffseason.com. Again, I think he says it on the, the recording there. You know, use the promo code hoops and cards to get into their premium content at nooffseason.com, hoops and cards, and you will get a, just a fantastic discount. So thanks for hooking us up, Paul. Guys, I can't wait to come at you with another episode probably this weekend because I'm going to a card show on Saturday briefly. Lots happening in the NBA uh, today, a lot of games. And, uh, and I just have a lot more to tell you. I just don't want an episode out there that's like 98 minutes. Like, dude, no. No, I, li- I like to break it up into chunks. And uh, so there it is. But I want you to know I'm thankful for you listeners, collectors, investors, wherever you are at. Uh, first of all, just enjoy that stage. If you're just starting out or if you're making thousands of dollars or if you've got a million cards, I don't know, like where, where you're at in this hobby, just be there and enjoy it. Uh, don't feel like, I man, I wish I, could, I wish I could be like, I wish I could get this, I could get that. I think, I think there's some uh, danger in, and don't, don't, don't miss the moment that you're in right now. I know it sounds like a little Thanksgiving uh, speech, but, but seriously, I'm grateful for you. Thank you for listening. Hoops and Cards family, Hoops and Cards community around the world. Again, get connected. Give me a shout out about the Discord and uh, and let's be in touch. As always, any ideas, feedback, questions, at me, at Hoops and Cards on Instagram. I'm Gary, your host. And without further ado, well, maybe a little bit of ado is going to be a, a brief break. Then we'll get to that conversation with Paul at nooffseason.com. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Paul, welcome to Hoops and Cards, man. It's great to great to hang out with you. Gary and everybody, the thrill is all mine. Believe me. I love hoops and cards. I love you, Gary. Appreciate you being on basketball card strategy show with me, and I'm Always happy to join Hoops and Cards. So thanks for the invite. Dude, the love is mutual. And, and I also love getting feedback from some of our listeners. Like, the, the, hey, they listen to our collab shows, you know, on Sports Card Strategy on your... And, and one guy referred to it as ear candy. Like, he could listen to us all day. And I'm like, I'm excited by that. And I feel sorry for him as well. <laughs> like, but we have, we have a good time. And uh, I love what you do at nooffseason.com, man. Thanks for just the way you, you are grinding, cranking out such great content, collaborating with other people around the world. So thank you for what you do, man. Yeah, thanks, Gary. I appreciate that. I love what I do, and I, I'm appreciative of, of the work that you put in as well. You're very inspiring to me. 
keep me going. And I think it's only a matter of time before our ear candy guy gets more. Ear <laughs> I mean, you and I probably somewhere in the works have like a 24 hour sports <laughs> card talk show that we're going to launch sometimes. Right. I mean, it's yes. only a matter of time. Yeah. I mean, ear candy guy right now is probably like, I'm um, um, like loving, yeah, like, loving this right now. Ear candy uh, guy can be our first guest. <laughs> Why are we launching this? Because of you. Dude, he's going to start earcandyguy.com real soon and go viral. Uh, we just got off this uh, this conversation. By the way, I love that you stay up on and give us specific basketball cards and players and rankings to, to move forward towards. And um, And so we just got off of this episode where we affirmed that we want Michigan to lose this weekend. Number one, that's got to be priority. Ohio State over Michigan, uh, Michigan State over Michigan. Anybody else that feels like beating Michigan, we're we're in favor of that. Um, and our friendship just just tripled in intensity after that conversation. But we also talked a lot about players that we're buying and selling and kind of reasons. And so, Paul, I'd love to hear before we you know talk about some other sports because you're like you get around like basketball, World Cup, football. I'd love to get some of that. But first off, basketball. Who do you like? Who are your top names right now, man? Um, unfortunately, a couple of my top names have gone through some injury issues recently. My top, top guy was Cade Cunningham. And mm. as we all know, he's facing uh, quite a bit of t uh, time out. Unfortunately, I do still think that this could create a situation where it makes even more sense to buy Cade. So I'm going to lean, I'm actually going to lean into Cade, believe mm. it or not. I'm going to say this guy, uh, has enough draft capital and hype around him and has proven himself enough. And there's more good things coming for a young Detroit franchise to where he's still going to be at the core of it. And even though he could miss 60 games, um, is what I'm hearing. I do think I'm going to lean into my buy Cade because, uh, there's no, there's going to be no reason for his prices to go up for a long time. So I don't know whether they'll dip, but it could be a good buying plateau for Cade. And, Again, another sign if they don't dip, it's even more reason. It's actually more reason to buy them. If they, I think if you see Cade's prices stay the same or dip maybe five to 10%, it's a great buying opportunity for Cade. So I'm going to lean into that. Another guy that I'm really, really high on just from a basketball perspective is uh, Zaire Williams in Memphis. Um, he's gone completely under the radar because he hasn't even really played yet this season because he's had injury issues of his own. He's my super sleeper but he was like a top 10 pick last year for Memphis. So he's, he's overlooked. Um, and I think that he's a great buy right now. Now, other than those two guys, you know, I am trying to stay hyper-focused. And so Giannis, Anthony Edwards, John Morant, and a little bit of LaMelo ball sprinkled in are really the only other guys that I, that I would buy right now personally. So I know it's a, huge departure to go from Zaire Williams to, to those, to those five names, four or five names. But, um, I'm really trying to limit my sleepers, Gary, because yeah. you know, the last two years I just had too many sleepers. And, and while that's fun, it really limits your, it really limits your profit margin because not all the sleepers are going to pan out. So if you yeah. do too many sleepers, um, you're going to lose your profit margin just by the sheer math physics, laws of the NBA, whatever you want to say. 
Yeah, I, I like your takes on uh, both Cade and Zaire Williams because uh, great young talents that, um, well, how was I going to say this? I was going to ask you, leaning into Cade makes all the sense in the world. When are you doing that and how much? Does that make great sense? Question. Like a buy Cade could be buy $50 worth of Cade or buy 10% yep. of your portfolio as Cade. What are you, what are you doing that way? I love when we get specific. So I'm glad you asked. So <laughs> before his injury, I was specifically buying Prism Silver, uh, Prism Cracked Ice, and some Prism Base as long as it was like as long as it was under seven-ish dollars for mm-hmm. the Prism Base. And unfortunately, I had to do all that through eBay because I just can't get to a card show physically. But Actually, I lied. I did go to the uh, London card show. I'm in Europe. So I did go to the London card show and I did buy a Cade. I bought a Cade uh, Red Pulsar uh, Optic, um, which was sick. Uh, and it was graded by a grading company called Digital Grading in the UK. Digitalgradingco.co.uk is their website. And they they are, uh, you know, obviously a new grading company and they graded this a 94. So that would be, that would be a PSA 10 um, in their 100 point grading scale. So I got that uh, optic red pulsar for just over a hundred dollars. I thought that was a good, a good deal. I got a couple prism silvers raw off of eBay for uh, about $50 each. I got a base Cade prism for about around seven or $8. And then I had to pay the shipping. So that's really more than that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then same thing with Zaire. I got a bunch of Zaire base prism for about a buck each, but then I had to pay the shipping and I bought, I bought some lots of uh, Zaire prism base. So nothing huge. Um, And then now since, since the Cade injury, I would be looking to wait for the news that they're going to shut him down for the season because I don't think it makes sense to buy him until we really know what his injury situation is. Right. So if, if they make this, if they make the decision that they're going to shut him down for the season, it would be super disappointing. Everybody would, would probably stop buying him for at least a couple months. And I would, I would attack in those two months and I would strategically attack on trying to just trying to buy low, like go back to the comps and make sure that I'm buying 85, 75 to 80% of the previous comps to when he was healthy. And if I'm not, then I'm not really getting a great deal. Um, now if it's a card that I really, really want, Mm. I would, I would potentially pay, you know, 90% of what those previous comps would be just knowing that Eventually, Cade's going to get back on a trajectory where he's going to be, I think he's going to be a top 10 player in the NBA for a long time. Um, so that might not start to happen until a couple of years from now. But so Cade's a long term play for me. Like he's not a quick flip. Um, right. And you're a big Pistons guy too. So it makes all the sense in the world to get those deals while you can and realize your cash has power, especially during an injury. Like, uh, you'll have some sellers that are like, they'll still list him high because, well, I paid, you know, $400 for that card. Well, now it's going for 250 and some sellers are going to take two, you know, or some sellers will take 150 because they're just ready to move on, liquidate, and they're not going to wait six months for Cade to get healthy, or they're not going to wait a year for the Pistons to draft Wembenyama and build. 
Like they're, they're going to, they're going to be some motivated sellers. And so I think as a buyer, you, you've got a lot of power in, in that, especially with the guys you're talking about, like Cade, LaMelo, Zaire Williams. That's, that's where I'm at with Maxi, by the way, I got a Maxi autograph rookie that I've been waiting and waiting for the opportunity. I think his injury for three or four weeks and some sellers that started at 150 came down to under a hundred. And I'm like, all right, now it's time. But they didn't come down until I kind of pushed the conversation. You know, some guys are like, hey, meet me in the middle. You know, you offer, well, you just stick, you got cash, stick to what you're willing to pay, right? Yeah. Like you said, when a, when a Cade comes down 5 10% off comps, maybe it's going to come down 30 40 50% off of comps. And, and you'll be glad you waited for your price. You For know. those guys, go to a show and wait until later on in the day. And you'll find dealers. You can strategically pick dealers who you can tell that they've opened several mm-hmm. boxes of Prism recently mm-hmm. because they'll have their bigger cards in the showcase. And then they'll have the smaller cards, whether they be the smallest of the small, which would be the base rookie, or they might even have some variations just in a a box next to the showcase, flip through that box at the end of the show and spend a little bit of time at their, at their booth and Mm -hmm. buy multiple cards and just keep, you know, make an offer where literally your offer includes a deal on, you know, what I mean by that is like offer 80% of comps on every single card and flash the cash, get them all at once. Even if it's just like four or five cards, it doesn't have to be a ton of cards and do that with the, with the guys and make sure that the cards in good condition, obviously, because the play is to grade those cards. Like the literally the play is to immediately grade those cards because that's the other side of this is the reason why I'm really targeting those base or silvers or slight variations of these guys and not going all the way for the auto is because with PSA open at $15 a card, you don't need to go all the way for the auto. Like you exactly, did a years ago. exactly. Get a nice parallel. Yep. And the pop counts are still down on all of those. All right. So Paul, while we've still got you here, I want to talk about the rest of the world. Like you, you okay. are on, you're on the other side of the planet. We, we are usually a basketball card only podcast, but I would love to get your takes on what other buying and selling opportunities do you see out there that on, on one hand, we could say some of us listeners want to get in on, you know, some ideas that you might have or some bargains out there. On the other hand, we might realize, Hey, look, the whole, most of the world isn't thinking NBA right now. They're thinking world cup. They're thinking, you know, NFL playoffs or whatever, whatever they're thinking. I think they should be thinking Cavaliers Portland tonight. And Simon's going to drop 50. Um, but did I just say that I want the Cavs to win, but my point is, can you tell us what other buying opportunities should we be buying like Mbappe and Timothy Weah or what, what's what's going on with the rest of sports cards, Paul, you should (laughs) be buying F1 and baseball. Um, and here's why it's the same logic that you use. You did an episode of hoops and cards. Uh, I remember I was listening to it in May. And you were talking about, I think it was your five buys episode and in your five buys episode in May, because it was May, because there's a lot mm-hmm. of hype around NBA playoffs, you actually listed football cards on hoops and cards. And the reason you did that is because there was a lack of hype after the NFL draft. It was like a month past. The I NFL wish I had bought draft. more football cards in May. Was, <laughs> like seriously. 
Yeah, it was almost June, which June is, you know, end of May and all of June is the time to buy football cards because it's just not in the news cycle. And and right now, baseball and F1 are not in the news cycle the way that they are the rest of the year. And so to buy baseball prospects, whether it's uh, whether it's actual prospects like Ellie De La Cruz, um, Jackson. That's what Sharifo. I want to hear from you. Otani yeah. or who who should we buy? That's I mean, Otani is great to buy right now. Julio Rodriguez is great to buy right now. Um, you know, obviously at nooffseason.com, you can click on the baseball card rankings and check out. Uh, we just updated those there. So prospects like um, like Jordan Lawler, uh, all those, that's going to be the time to buy those top guys right now. And then on the F1 side of things, Oscar Piastri, I've been talking about him for almost a year now. Uh, I own about five really solid Oscar Piastri cards and I'm, I'm looking to buy more. How do you spell I, Piastri? I'm going to write so that down. Oscar Piastri P- is P as in Paul. I A S is in Sam. Okay. T is in tree. R as in Rex. I. <laughs> Piastri. P A as in Emmanuel. Okay. P I A S T R I. He's a Formula One racer. He's a Formula One racer for McLaren. He's going to be racing with Lando Norris next year. Um, he is the former. F3 and F2 champion. And he's probably the highest, most highly touted F1 prospect that we've had. So the, I'll clarify, Oscar Piastri has a future stars set of cards within the Topps Chrome releases, Topps uh-huh. Chrome Sapphire, Topps Chrome. Uh, it'll say future stars on his card because it is an F2 card within the F1 set from the 2020 sets. So those are going to be the Piastri cards you're going to want to get. Um, also, like uh, Lando Norris, George Russell, even Lewis Hamilton, uh, buying those guys right now is a great investment decision because you can just plan out like selling those guys in in March when there's tons of F1 hype, and even in April. Uh, when they're, you know, when, when the races are happening and if the, like Leclerc, Charles Leclerc was the guy last year that uh, if you're astute at F1 uh, hard investing, you were buying Charles Leclerc in December, January. And then you saw his prices skyrocket as he took the lead in the driver's championship uh, for the first quarter of the season, his card prices were, were up like 60, 70, 80%. And uh, you had an opportunity to cash in. That could happen with Russell this year, uh, next year. So buying George Russell now, it could happen with Lando Norris, a little bit less likely. But either way, I think Norris, Russell, and Piastri are the three young, hot drivers to invest in. And it's the time is now because um, Piastri's cards were released almost a year ago. And they were like his auto, his base auto, was a thousand two thousand dollars raw now you can get it for 300 he's still the same guy and he's even on a better trajectory than he was at that time so all it's going to take is for him to start racing again and uh you're going to see him you're going to see him skyrocket well paul thanks for giving us more background i i'm going to have to get an interpreter and re-listen to what you just said because i just don't know a formula one (laughs) 
you know, you might as well have been talking about Steve Aoki NFTs for the last five minutes. And I, I don't know, my, 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 but thank you. And, and I was going to ask you like, what percentage then are you even in basketball right now? Like, are you paying attention because it's, and I would say the same question for the world cup. Cause that's all we'll hear about for the next three weeks is, yeah. you know, we got it's world we're cup against England selling. and it's world cup selling. You know, you like yeah. I'm listing my Pedris and my Ansu Fati's and I already sold all of my Mbappe's just because, um, to buy in on those guys now is like buying in on Burrow during the Super Bowl, you know? Yeah, so yeah. it's not a bad thing to go buy like a Timothy way, a card right now. If you're, if you want that card, but you're going to lose money on that. card. I just bought the it. Timothy way a PSA 10 rated rookie like two days ago. He scored a goal. I bought one. Um, he could but part be of that was to do flip, a short term flip. Yes. That's why he I did. could be a quick flip. So <laughs> that's why I need I hope- a vault so I could flip it a day later. You know, I'm, sitting here waiting for eBay and the U S postal service to get it here a month from now. So, but what percentage am I in basketball? Yeah, yeah. A heavy percentage, heavy percentage, because that's my favorite sport to buy and collect. I'm a basketball guy. I used to work in the NBA, grew up playing basketball. Um, it's my number one sport. It's the, it's also the sport that is the least volatile of all the sports Mm. because I follow all the sports. I invest in all of them. And I write and I produce content and write content for all of them. Um, basketball is the best for me because it's, uh, you know, we've talked about injuries a lot on this show, but um, there's not that many injuries. So you can, you can really, um, you can buy a guy like Anthony Edwards and hopefully he stays healthy his whole career and you can monetize him over and over again. You can, mm. you can sell during the spikes and you can buy during the off media cycles. Um, one, one player. Um, and if you time that one player correctly, you're good to go. Whereas in football, as much as I love football, I'm a huge fantasy football guy, 11 and 0 in our league. You are 11 and 0. I I just want to applaud you for that. And you can, you can flex right now. You're the, you put out a fantasy football preview too. And now you're like living it, living the dream. Shout out to Andy Kaysen. I want to rematch with you though. I need a rematch with you, man. So later this season. Well, I hope, I hope we meet in the playoffs. Oh, that'd be sweet. Um, but but a guy, even a guy like Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, like you know Dak Prescott, like these things, these these guys have huge weeks and then they have down weeks, and so and then they have injuries, frequent injuries, and um, the price spikes and drops are super intense. And if you can play that correctly, you have higher upside in football. But um, basketball is just less risky. And so that's another reason to make your percentage of your sports card investing portfolio significantly, uh, basketball heavy. Well, and let me, let me plug you for a second here. Our listeners at hoops and cards, you guys that, uh, number one, you want current and future thinking basketball card information and player information, go to nooffseason.com. Uh, you can see the rankings and the updates and specific cards that Paul and his team recommend. I love that. But also you can go look at these other sports and learn more about, hey, if now is the time to buy baseball. I don't want to do what I did last year, which was just buy the names I know and go, well, I better buy some Tatis now. You know, like don't buy Tatis and Franco right now. Buy the guys that Paul recommends that would be the, you know, the top three or four. Um, and you you would know specific cards. Whereas people like me, who I just pay attention to basketball card market, you know, people want to, they might, they might come to me to hear about who is, who is Santi Aldama. Like, but I don't know the world of guys you just mentioned. I don't know Oscar, Oscar Piastri. 
And I don't, I don't know Timothy Wea until, you know, World Cup season. So all that to say, nooffseason.com. Guys, I highly recommend it. You know, the promo code Hoops and Cards gets you a deal there. I think it's the first month for free, or you even talked about a whole year for free. If you, you get 20% if you use 20% off if you use the promo hey, code Hoops and Cards. There you go. I would highly recommend that. It helps Gary out too. So for those of you loyal audience mm. members, you know you want to help Gary. I out. need help. That's why I'm here, Paul. I need help. But dude, it is awesome to have you with us on the on the uh, the Hoops and Card podcast. Any other things that you're like, man, this is this is what I'm doing today or right now. This is in my eBay watch list or this is my rest of my day. I, Besides saying happy oh, one, Thanksgiving and can't wait happy till you're back in the USA, happy, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm definitely happy to get back into the USA. I'm going to be frequenting a lot of card shows for sure. One one thing that I'm into that I'll probably put out a piece of content about soon is where there are gaps in grading company gem mints. So I'm I'm constantly looking at will will a PSA 10 sell for significantly more than a BGS 95 or an SGC 10. Not only that, but will the PSA 9 sell for about the same amount because that is a sweet spot where you hmm. should buy that BGS 95 or that SGC 10 and you should crack it and submit it to PSA or, or just even do, if you're not confident in cracking it yourself, or you just don't like doing that for whatever reason, just cross grade it, crossover grade it. PSA has a service crossover grading. And so if you just do the math, like the sweet spot for me, because then you don't need these, Gary and I talk a lot about, you know, we think these things are going to happen in a player's mm -hmm, career. Mm -hmm. And because we think these things are going to happen, we want you to buy them. That's kind of our primary. But really, you can go get a guy that is potentially just going to have the exact same card prices over the next 12 to 24 months. But you can monetize off of the, the, different, the differential in what the grading service gem mints sell for on the secondary market. An example is I bought a CD lamb opt, optic hollow HGA nine five at the London card show. I would never buy an HGA <laughs> slap. Just, I wouldn't, but it was like $15 for an HGA gem mint. And then I, and I, before I pulled trigger on it, I, I looked up what's mm. a PSA nine, what's a PSA 10. There was margin there for me to get that card graded. Even if it came back a nine, I'd still have margin. If it comes back a 10, I'd have quite a bit of margin and it's not going to make you rich, but if you can put those plays together, uh, it could, it could help uh, your financial situation or your ability to collect more of what you love. So Dude, I, I needed that because on my um on my wish list card wise like my next level up is to get a Ja Morant silver prism PSA 10. That's one that's one thing that I think is going to the next few years like I just want that on my shelf. I want to watch that thing go up, but I don't want to pay the premium price even though it's a good deal right now. I don't want to pay you're right. I could go get a BGS 95. I could get an HGA 10 and cross grade it. I've never done that and uh I'm sure it's several hundred dollars less than the PSA 10. Yeah. And CSG is tougher. another one we haven't mentioned. So yeah. look at look at CSG 10s, look at HGA 95s, look at SGC 10s and BGS 95s with high subgrades and Thank you. Um, yes. 
And, and then make sure that you're looking at the PSA nine price. Cause just that way, if, if the, cause if the PSA nine price is $60 and the PSA 10 price is 500, don't base it off of, Oh, well the BGS nine five is 300. So there's room for me. Well, no, because if, if the PSA nine is 60, right. you're screwed. So make sure the PSA nine is like at least in the neighborhood. That way, maybe the most you lose is a hundred, but your upside is four or 500, something like that. And even the PSA nine, you're right. Be in the neighborhood and it is more liquid. Like there are going to be more people yeah. searching for the PSA. Nine. Would you agree than the 10 and the I think BGS nine five so. PSA is still the gold. The- I think for the most part, yes. Even in baseball prospecting, which it took, that was going to be the one that it was going to be, it was going to take the longest to get over. But even in in baseball prospecting, um, I'd go PSA now and just be prepared for it to change. Don't be emotional about any particular grading company. It's all about, uh, it's more about the card and it's more about like, where can you profit off of it for me? The fact that we get to do this with sports and sports cards is is better. I'm not apologizing for being in it for the money, Gary. I, I, right? Like, yeah, I'm in it for the money, but but it's sports, so I'm having fun. It's a blast. Well, and and uh, thank you, Paul, for being with us again today on Hoops and Cards. I, one of the things you're right, we're in it for the fun, and so as a fun way of thanking you, the guy that brought us together, I think, in the beginning, was a player for the Cavaliers, Darius Garland. When you said next, Steph Curry, right? I that did. was a game changer for me. So I'm going to send you a pair of Darius Garland themed socks. Oh, these yeah. are, these are uh Cavaliers issue. And we found several pairs on sale at the Cavs team shop at the last Cav game. I'm like, I'm going to buy these, they're Rockham brand socks. I don't get a, cu- a cut for saying Rockham, but that's just, that's just what they are. Anyway, I'm going to send mm-hmm. these to you, Paul, as a Thanksgiving gift. And thank you for being on our show. And uh, also, for loving Darius the way you do uh, as an investment. When you talked about buying and selling one guy, I think that that's that yeah. there's a lot of wisdom in that because you know that player's market, you know their rhythms, you enjoy following them anyway. Well, for me, that, that's been my plan or my approach the last two years and moving forward with Darius. I've got over 300 Darius Garland cards that I like um, and I don't really like putting them up for sale. I've used them as trade bait. If, I, if they are listed on eBay, they're higher than anybody else will sell them for because he's my dude. And uh, I don't see downside in him yet. So all that to say, thank you. We'll send you the socks. And uh, again, peace out. It's great having you on the show, brother. <laughs> so excited about the socks. Thanks, Gary. Love yeah, man. you, man. I'll come on anytime. <laughs>